I'm Emily Badger. I'm a reporter with The New York Times. Since the pandemic, empty office buildings have become much more common in many cities. Why can't we just turn them into housing? It's actually a really complicated question. To answer this question, you have to find a developer trying to turn an office building into apartments, ride a rickety elevator to the 30th floor of a construction site to see the interior guts of a building finds an expert in incandescent light bulbs who can explain to you how they fundamentally change office buildings. And that's just the beginning of what you have to do. When you subscribe to The New York Times, you are sending reporters like me out into the world to ask questions of dozens of different experts, to go and visit places most people don't get to go, to try to come back with answers, and then turn all of that into something that anyone can understand. If you'd like to become a subscriber, head to nytimes.com slash subscribe. You need to see the animated floor plans in this piece. From the New York Times, I'm Megan Tuohy. Here's what you need to know today. Today, and even after we have a vaccine, CDC encourages all Americans to embrace the powerful tools that we have right now, to wear a mask, particularly when they're in public. During a Senate hearing on Wednesday, the director of the CDC, Robert Redfield, told lawmakers that wearing masks is the single best way to slow and potentially even stop the spread of the coronavirus. I might even go so far as to say that this face mask is more guaranteed to protect me against COVID than when I take a COVID vaccine because the immunogenicity may be 70 percent. And if I don't get an immune response, the vaccine's not going to protect me. This face mask will. Redfield also said that a vaccine could be available for limited use by the end of the year and for wider distribution by the middle of 2021. This contradicted what President Trump said the day before during an ABC town hall event when he claimed a vaccine could be ready in three to four weeks. And... Hurricane Sally made landfall in the Gulf Coast yesterday before it was soon downgraded to a tropical storm. Sally was still powerful enough and slow enough to bring torrential rain and flooding to parts of Alabama and the Florida Panhandle. Waters in Pensacola, Florida reached up to five feet, turning roads into rivers, submerging cars, and slamming an out-of-control barge into the Pensacola Bay Bridge. And finally, the Big Ten Conference, which includes universities like Penn State, Michigan, and Ohio State, has announced that it will go forward with its 2020 football season. The league had initially said it would suspend the season because of concerns over the coronavirus. But by Wednesday morning, after consulting with medical advisors, all 14 schools had agreed to start the season in October. The league will follow a number of new rules, including daily testing for athletes and closing stadiums to fans. That's it for today. I'm Megan Tuohy. See you tomorrow. This podcast is supported by the Freedom From Religion Foundation. I'm Ron Reagan, an unabashed atheist, and I'm alarmed by the intrusions of religion into our secular government. That's why I'm asking you to join the Freedom From Religion Foundation, the nation's largest and most effective organization of atheists and agnostics working to keep state and church separate. 
Phone 1-800-335-4021, 1-800-335-4021, or visit the Freedom From Religion Foundation at ffrf.org. Ron Reagan, lifelong atheist, not afraid of burning in hell.